You're listening to No Cherry on Top with Shannon Renee and Michelle. So, yeah, I totally get that. So after he said that to you, like it was some type of competition, like what was your response? I don't even remember. Like I just remember feeling so down. Um, So. I mean, yeah, it's kind of like. I think that I was just. It makes you question your worth. Like, are you sexy? Like, are you like, do you even want me? Like. I felt so bad about myself. I gained so much weight. I did too. When I was in a relationship like that. No, I literally had more chins like than you could imagine. Like I gained a lot of weight. You know, he's going to work and um, I was a stay at home mom and I just literally felt so bad. He would make me feel so bad. And, um, well, and at that point, like all you're worried about is like taking care of your child. Right. And, And, you know, at the same time, like postpartum is a bitch. Oh, it is. And it lasted for me for a long time. And I had to go back to work. So when we lived in Snowmass, Aspen Snowmass, it, my job it's really hard to get housing out there. Right. So my job was wrapped around where I lived. Yeah. So, um, I went, I had a horrendous pregnancy. Like when I was six months pregnant, I had a tumor over one of my ovaries and they had to like take the baby out. Like somebody was holding Hannah. Oh, like still in like, like in the, the sack, sack and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. take out my ovary, put her back in. Like I had a major surgery. So like that was traumatic. Right. Then I had to have emergency C-section when she was born. It yeah. was just, there was a lot of things. And I know that that was super stressful on oh, him. 100. But, but and I think, on him, like what, hello, right, honey. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like what about you it. and your body? Right. So, you know, I'm in the hospital. He's trying to like hook up with these women. And, um, do you think these women had any idea that like he was, they totally knew it was a see, that's what, that's what bothers me. It's a small town. They all, that's what bothers me. I mean, it's a small, small, like like, how, like I would never, everyone knew that Mm -hmm. to another woman. Oh yeah. They knew they knew. So, Then we move to Texas. We get into it. We build this house. We get into this house. He starts working and like literally sticking his dick in anything he could find. He, which I didn't know at the time, but like one of these women that he worked with, he, he liked this thing of me like not knowing that he was doing it but wanting to be friends and like rubbing it in my face with the yeah, person. Yeah, it's like the whole triangulation yes. thing. It's like, it's to- totally narcissistic. Yes. I know my ex was like that. My first baby daddy that yep. I didn't tell him was his biological daddy yep. would do that stuff to me as a teenager. And that's why I chose the other person to be his father. Yes. So we had actually this- with my best friends too. Like, oh. no, it was completely like in your face. Like, oh. oh, I just did your best friend. Oh, I have no doubt he my younger sister came to my half sister came to visit us. I have no doubt Chris would have tried to pull something on her. 
Like disgusting. He's, like I just he's don't. like he's a sick man. But um But the thing is is what what we have to realize is like I at first I used to be angry at those other women. It's but I realized that my ex was such a manipulator. Yeah. That he could like, oh no, we're getting ready to like cut things off. And yeah. like the like, stuff he would tell other women and they the would thing. believe it. That's the like, thing. Yeah. Like it was totally on them. Yeah. So we hung out with this couple. They live like a couple blocks from us. He had me, I babysat her kids during the day. She was Bitch. driving. Yes. She what? was driving. Like it's like unbelievable. She was driving him to work and they were, she was giving him blowjobs. But so like she knew you. She, she knew you. We okay. hung out every so Friday, this Saturday. Why, this is why yes. we are kindred spirits. My husband that I'm with now, I was babysitting kids after I had the twins because I, like you, had a horrible pregnancy. I had placenta previous. So I was hemorrhaging on mm-hmm. bed rest, anything. Like, I mean, it was bad. Like, the last thing I would have expected would what happened after I had the twins like I had them I had to have an emergency c-section mm-hmm. just like you so here's another thing that we're like same on right kindred yes <laughs> so I can't really go straight back to work because I have twins so like you I'm like I'm going to start watching kids because I have to contribute to the household mm-hmm. and I have to help you know like I want my kids to have stuff that I didn't have right so I start watching this little boy his name is Brewer his mom starts trying to come on to my husband. Mm-hmm. She's going to college at Mizzou where he's going to college at. I catch her trying to hold his hand in public. Mm-hmm. Like she knows. Yeah. Those are the kind of women that get me. Like there's, I know that like my husband currently isn't a manipulator like my ex was, but like women like this, that you're watching their kid. Yeah. Like you're providing them childcare, you're trying to be at home with your kid, and they're going to go out of their way to try to fuck your husband. We spent so much time with these this couple. Like we what? literally had they would come to our house for <sighs> dinner. We would go to their house for dinner. We they were we were like best friends, and she treated me like shit. And he like literally. This we, is why I don't tell people that you clean my house yeah because there's there's a difference in character and there's a difference in people like I feel like the same girl like like this was the same girl like it's really triggering me like I feel like they looked at us like we were less than yeah and like because we were what homelier women or something like I don't know like I can't imagine like what they're thinking or feeling yes her kids like in that I didn't go to work and it's funny because he would take on the personality whoever he was sleeping with at the time yes he would take on that personality so like I would either be like really he'd be like yes she stays home with Hannah um but we it would have cost us more Right. He wasn't making a lot of money at the time. Right. It would have cost us Child more. Childcare is expensive. Childcare was so Child expensive. Childcare is expensive. And he needed me to be at home because it would have cost him way more for Hannah to be in daycare. Well, you know, you're saying they take on the person. The thing is, it's yes. like my ex, like 
as soon as he started listening to different music and stuff, I knew what was oh, up. Oh, Chris had these triggering things. Anytime he changed anything, I knew. Oh, it, yeah. I literally oh, yeah. knew it's because like, he hello, took that on. That red flag is going yes, up. He's he took, already fucking somebody else. Yes, because he took on the personality of whoever he Disgusting. was fucking at the time. So, so did my first. I yeah, get it. So I know what you're talking after about. After a couple times, like we hung out, like, well, we hung out all the time with this couple. And... Um, so I was like, are you sleeping with Marion? Her name was Marion. I was like, are you sleeping with her? And he goes, oh, it's always the person who suspects or who accuses the other person. Gaslighting. Yes, he, he would, Gaslighting. He would literally say that to me. So, um, so all these things happened. She ends up moving away with her husband and wow. like a couple years later, um, I find out. Chris is sleeping with somebody at work. So he gets busted. And that's here in Texas, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So he gets, I find out, um, we go to counseling. The counselor, like, immediately picks up this guy's a freaking narcissist. He, she's like, I want to have a one-on-one with you. I do not want you guys discussing a single thing outside of this office. Yeah. I literally, we leave that appointment, you know, like on the heels of her saying, I do not want you to discuss this outside the office. I get in the car and I'm like, you better fucking tell me every person you slept with right now. They'll never tell you every person. Yeah. So we would probably fall over dead if we knew. So, yeah. So, well, this is the number he throws out eight. Oh, lies. This is probably quadruple. <laughs> it's probably 64. Eight. So, 64. Yeah. So I'm like literally freaking out in my mind. Like at one point I tried to hit him with the vehicle. Like. Well, yeah. You're yeah, freaking out. I like literally. You're like, I'll take on my shit. But like I was triggered. Like I was my losing mind. my shit. So. Well, you, you've lived I, your whole life. You've raised a child. Yeah. You gave him a child. You stayed at home. You put your life on hold to give to yep, him. Yep, yep. I know this feeling. Yeah. You lose who you are by being a wife and a mother. I was so, and then in the meantime of all this happening, all this coming out, I'm still dealing with my childhood trauma. Like every single day oh, yeah. is like a battle. It's a conversation in my head. It's oh, ongoing I trauma. completely understand. Yeah. So I, you know, find out it's this eight. We have the, this conversation. I'm freaking out. I go to drop him off of work back at work he had to go back to work that day after your session yeah so who does i'm like you better not fucking talk to this girl you better not like blah 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 all these things i'm sitting outside in this parking spot i can have a full view to the elevator who does he get in the elevator with her yes yes disgusting yes so i find out about this girl I'm like, you better not contact her again. Like we go back and forth. The husband knows, like I called the husband, like I wrote on an envelope at his work and put, like I was calling her. I was like, you better stop fucking my husband. I put that on the outside of an envelope. Oh, I shit. gave it. Yeah. I gave it to the front desk person. I'm like, oh, she'll tell everybody. He obviously couldn't stay in that job for very long. So... I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. It, as many. So he goes on to the next job. He lost that job. And 
I was working at the time, just like not making very much money. Just, it was just a job. I like took this job so that I could still like pick Hannah up from school. I could still participate, go to her activity. She was in a lot of sports at the time. He, his parents were going to Iowa to visit family during that time. And, um, He's like, hey, would you mind if Hannah and I go with my parents? I'm like, absolutely. Go, go, have Red fun. Red flag. Who was the woman he was taking with him? Exactly. Hello, Bingo. Hello. I had, I, mean, this is I don't even know this story. This is I'm just, just calling. just how it. dumb I am. Wow. Um, so they go on this trip, and I did not know about this for a long time after it happened. What, so, he, But was he legit with his parents? Yeah, he was with he was with and another he was woman. With my, well, okay, so he was with my daughter. I need more wine. In his yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is good. So they go on this trip on the way back from Iowa. So they spend like a week or two in Iowa. I can't really remember. So the whole time he was there, well, on the road trip back, he. My daughter uses his iPad to, I don't know, she was playing games or whatever. She sees these texts of this girl that his mom and her mom are like best friends for forever. They were talking about blowjobs. Oh, lovely. She was like apparently asking Chris to come back. And the whole time that they were there, they were talking about hooking up or blowjobs or something. My daughter reads this. How does, she, how does your daughter at this she time? She was like, I think in middle school. Oh, wow. Yeah, middle school. How traumatic. So she tells her grandma, shows her grandmother all the text. And her grandma says, do not tell your mom. What? Uh-huh. So... Like it was, I want to say like a couple months later, Hannah finally like has this horrible guilt. She tells me, she's like, mom, I got to tell you dad, like this whole thing. And I freak out on my daughter. Like I'll never forgive myself for this because, um, but we're all human and, and we fuck up. I freaked out on Hannah. But did you did you apologize to her? Did you tell her I you did. Were wrong? Then, I did. Then that's what matters. I mean, if you said, "Hey, I'm wrong," and like you know, because there's tell me how many times we went. I'm not saying that that it makes it right, but how many times do we go as kids and our parents? My mother never told no. me sorry. No, my ever no, or never admitted when she was wrong. Never. So for us, I think that what they need to understand is like that's a big deal for us. Yeah. So I knew Chris had that huge severance check. I said, I want $20,000. So he did. He gave me $20,000. He said, well, I want to take $5,000 and I want, we had recently moved into this house. Right. And um, he's like, I want to, like, I want to take $5,000 and I want to do like a TV room. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I got $15,000 out of it. He was just a total. So wait, wait, go back. You said you wanted $20,000 and he took five of your 20? I know. I know. It's Shady. So what is stupid. wrong? And it was $100,000? He got, yeah, he got $100,000. Oh, like, come and on. I don't know 100%, but I have to guess that he was fucking somebody. They probably. He had to pay somebody off to shut something, up. Something. It was, something, it or was the company hush had to money. pay him to just like walk away. Hush I don't money. know. Yeah, something. So, yeah. So then 
Yeah. So he, he paid me the $15,000 and, um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty traumatic. And to know that like his family knew, like I remember calling when I found out about the eight women, his parents were ironically, they were traveling back from, they had just visited Iowa. Oh, wow. So, and I literally was having panic attacks. I called them like, of course they're taking their kids side. They didn't, you know, it was, it was just a really, I couldn't tell my family. Because, I mean, I guess, I guess like where I that comes tell my in, family it was so freaking. Is I get, I get as a parent, like where they're going to take their kids side. Like I get that. I, 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 I get, I, I, I get part of it, but like, I know as a mother, like when my kids are wrong, they're wrong. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If, you when, have to make them take responsibility for what they've done. When Hannah's wrong, I'm going to call her out. Yeah. But you better I believe like too. I would take her It's not side. easy. No. When it's not I, easy. But you better believe I am going to take my kid's side. No, I, and, I agree. I mean, I, even if they're wrong, like I would stick up for them. So I kind of get his parents on that. But like for them to triangulate your child in it and say, don't tell your mom was not cool. Yeah, no. Not cool. No, I and mean, Hannah had so much it, guilt. Well, and I'm like, well, not only that, yeah, it messes up your kid. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not okay. Like, this is adult business. That's all I would have said. Like, that wasn't for anyone else to tell her not to tell her mom. Like, that's not okay. I literally, I think, like, I knew things were falling apart. I knew what he was, like, you know. Yeah. But you don't, I don't think you want to accept it. And oh, yeah. I mean, for sure. Because it, when you accept it, that shows that you feel like you've taken you've taken more than you should have. Mm-hmm. And and let's just be real. Even if you haven't done anything wrong, it's a failure. Yeah. And it's like so, divorce is like the way that society looks at it is like it's it's a fail. I mean, my mom had two divorces. My dad's yeah. had two divorces. Like I never. I mean, I've had I, several, so it's OK. I literally I don't judge yeah, people off no, that. Like, no, I, don't. I feel I feel like you outgrow people in life. And, and I'm and I'm. I'm positive that yeah. like, like, like we've talked about like paths crossing and energies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel better looking at things in life. Like they're a lesson mm-hmm. or like I can learn something from it. A hundred percent. And I think that I, I look at life that way now, but at the time. And oh yeah, no, it, not at the time. No, trust so, me. I know hindsight is 2020. 20. Yeah, yes, it's I so agree. Devastating. And I, I didn't want my family to know I didn't have a support system. And Chris's family was my support system. Yeah. It was my support system. And I get that. that was gone. And it's so embarrassing to tell anybody. And it's it's like but, you're but why, is it, why is it embarrassing? I mean, now since like you're older, like this is it, stuff that you want to tell your daughter so she never has to experience it. Right. Even if she chooses right. to experience that, you've told her. Right. But I think at the time what's embarrassing is that um like I had gotten so good at living a lie in You mean like fake putting on the smile fake, like everything? Yeah, yeah, like everything's great. He's great. It's great. Everything's good. No, I get that. And I learned that at a, a very young, yeah, young no, age. But that's why you never got rid of it. Yeah. I was the same way. I would have to go in, you know, 
even though my mom was drunk and high and I would walk into school and pretend like everything was okay. Yeah. Like I would, I remember specifically, I went to this, um, I went to a school called Resurrection. It was a Catholic school. And I remember going to school and having black and blue marks all over me. Oh yeah. And I remember the nun sending me to the principal's office and the principal asking me and me lying Oh yeah, lying girl about you're it to, you're, to protect you're my mom and being called in hard. The sorry, sorry for the pun, but you're speaking yeah. to the choir. Yeah, like I remember no, my I mom get that. beating the shit out of me with a or you would make excuses. Or, yeah, I would make excuses mm-hmm. and I would make up a lie. It was like an automatic defense that I would just automatically do. Oh yeah. I did that all the way up until like my second, third husband. Like I remember when I was pregnant with my third baby, he mm-hmm. kicked me repetitively with his steel toed boots on when he came home drunk from work mm-hmm. and my ribs ended up broken. And instead of telling people the truth, I told him that I fell down the stairs. Yeah. I was pregnant. Yeah. Like I think. So it- you would automatically, you, you had these great ideas of how you could make up a story. So yep. nobody knew what yep. exactly what's going on with your life. Yep. And looking back at it now, it seems so, and probably to somebody that's never gone through it, it seems like so. Fucked up. Fucked up. And it is. <laughs> Let's just be real. Yeah, it's no, fucked up. It really, it really is. But that's our programming. But that is, yeah, you become programmed and you become desensitized, I think, to oh, yeah. to it. And it becomes like a hashtag an, America right now. Yes. And it becomes a natural response. It does. It um, really because does. Because you're you're constantly in trauma and you're constantly in this fight or flight stage. And like when something happens, it's your automatic response. Yes. And it's so fucked up. Um but yeah, so um so yeah, so we dealt with that. And then we, you know, we went through a while and I'm sure that there were many other people in between there. And then kind of, you know, at the end of it, um, you know, he, we went on this, he won this club trip to Jamaica and all these people from his company, like get this trip. And he was like the highest level person on this trip in Jamaica. And funny enough, this girl, Trixie, ends up in our cab. Out of everybody that goes on this trip, this girl, and I don't know if it was her boyfriend or brother, end up in our cab. Chris introduces us, pleasantries. She ends up in the room directly next to us. So Chris is the highest level mm-hmm. person there. This girl, I don't know what she did with a company, but she was not at that same level. She right. ends up literally our patios are adjoined or something. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, we do this Jamaica trip and then a couple of years later, um, we go through this divorce. He's like, my daughter's two years into college. He's like, you know, I'm not like, I knew he was cheating. Yeah. He totally scammed me into thinking like it's just something, you know, it's just time. Like, I mean, granted, things were not right. Right. Um, but um, so we go through our divorce. He like convinces me, which I was totally stupid at the time. Right. He's like, the lawyers are just gonna eat up all our money, don't get a lawyer, let's just do it amicably. And I agree, and like I mean, this guy, he, I promise you, he hid money. 
Oh, yeah. They I usually do. I promise you he they did. They usually do. So he, my daughter, so again, she gets the brunt force of this. We go to lunch. Um, You know, in this whole time, like Chris is trying to hook up with me. He's like. Of course. Yeah. So we go to lunch and my daughter. It's a power exertion. It is. He's just. 100%. Yeah. So we go to lunch and she's showing me this video and I'm like, who's that girl in this video? And she goes, oh, that's dad's girlfriend, Trixie. Um, what? You're like, I know Trixie from a couple years ago. I like literally freaked out on Hannah yet again. I'm like, I know. I'm like, I know that girl. She was in our taxi. She was in the room right next to us. Fucking hell. That's dad's new girlfriend. Of course it is. like 20 years younger than dad. You're babysitting your wine over there, Michelle. Oh, I know. I know. This is just, I don't want to get off track. Um, I know. I'm listening. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Trixie is now dad's girlfriend. And, um, yeah. Sorry for the wine clatter. Yeah. <laughs> it Trust me, it only improves this podcast. Um, uh, social lubricant is great. Yes. Um, freeing. It is freeing. Sometimes we need that to be okay to talk about things like this. Yeah. So dad's dating this girl that's like 20 years younger, ends up marrying her. Bam, a blow to your fucking whole life right now. Like, and the way you feel about yourself, your self-esteem, your self-worth. Yeah. So, but during this time, Chris is like, I would totally hook up with you trying to hook up with me but i know you'd tell trixie I'm like uh, yeah absolutely. i would i would send her pictures so like yes yeah, so, i would explain your penal yeah, unit so kind of during this time i did go on trixie's linkedin and say don't um close your legs to married men i put that on her Michelle, LinkedIn. I that know. does not seem like you yeah yeah and Michelle, i yeah I called you her. were feeling cornered weren't you oh i was just Pissed. You were I was angry. angry. I, get it. I was angry. She was living in my home with my ex husband. I get it. Um, my daughter was totally like Chris is pulling out all the stops, giving Hannah credit cards here of and there. Of course, he because he's give, the good parent. Oh, yeah, he didn't give a shit. He was like, oh, my family, like all this like fake bullshit. He turned into this fake human being. And, um, like now it's all kind of coming to light. They end up getting married. They live in like this million dollar home out in Treviso. Well, I'm in my one and a half bedroom condo with my pregnant daughter, which I wouldn't trade for the no. world. I would do anything for my daughter and that well, grandbaby. And that grandbaby. Oh my God. But Chris, like, pretty much isn't helping her, doesn't like, like, I just hear all this chatter like this girl Trixie doesn't like talk like they went yesterday to my ex-mother-in-law's birthday Mm -hmm. Trixie did not say one word to my daughter oh that's did not say one word but you know what but you know what at the end of the day the way I feel about people like that is that they're they're showing their own character oh a hundred percent. Because here's my deal. Do you know how many parents I've ran into that I haven't really cared for? But I love kids. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, being a product of an asshole, yep. you know, and yep. I know you know this, but I had a lot of people shun me growing up because of who my mother was. Oh. And I would never do that to a child. Oh. Like, like, I just don't, like, I know we've had this discussion, we'll go further into it, but like, I didn't choose her to be my mother. Yeah. She may have choose, she may have chosen me, like I feel right. like, but I don't feel like I chose her. And, and I don't feel like that the way that she's acted in life should determine who likes me and who doesn't. Yeah. You know, no, so I, I, I agree a hundred percent, like growing up and being in that, like, I felt like it was a complete cult. Like there's so many things that were red flags about that oh, church yeah, yeah, and I was totally judged. Oh, yeah. About being from a divorced family. Oh yeah, you're like, you're br- you're from a broken family. Yes, you're you're a problem child. Yes. Oh no, I get that. Oh, I've yeah. been I've been totally about that. So I completely understand that. I I was judged my whole childhood life. Oh, I mean, I'm still like I <laughs> you're like I'm still traumatized I'm still from traumatized it. Traumatized from it. 